0: Is it technically spring? We'll look into that in a moment. Wherever and however you're connected, great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with the lead BYU researcher on spring equinoxes and on ESPN-NIT broadcast, Jerem Jordan.
1: Well, you know, uh, half-butt internet research uh, reveals that yesterday was the spring equinox at 9.33 a.m. in the northern hemisphere. So it's technically spring now. Uh, But, yeah, let's get rid of daylight savings. Sorry to all the farmers out there. We are uh, Farmers.com. Shout out to Utah State. But uh, on Saturday uh, night, Roland Minson got mentioned again by our boy Roxy Bernstein. But I do have an issue with uh, what happened here. Listen to this. Mm.
0: They've won the NIT twice in their history, led by the legendary Roland Minson back in 1951. And then also winning the NIT title in 1966. How do you know all this stuff? I do homework. (laughs) (laughs) Do Do you,
1: Roxy? Does, it, it, does we, homework we include interviews
0: on BYU Sports Nation? Apparently,
1: no love for your boys. Well, what in the world? Uh, the next challenge for Roxy is he's got to mention uh, Mel Hutchins, Roland Minson and Mel Hutchins need to be mentioned together. Okay, they—they they are. Uh, Mel Hutchins was actually, uh, you know, an all-star in the NBA and like had a really s- successful career. At the next level it was like a top-five pick. Like, you got to mention Mel
0: now. In Roxy's defense, he did mention Mel Hutchins in the first broadcast.
1: Oh, he did. Oh, yes. okay.
0: So he covered his bases. Right, but now if he throws in a Dick Namelka, now, yeah, now he, he's gone next level. Well, he
1: left Mel out on uh, Saturday. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he needs uh, Dick Namelka uh, mentioned as well.
0: So, well, here's so. your Monday show lineup, which may or may not include another plea for Roland Minson and Mel Hutchins' publicity. Uh, they may as well do it, especially if Roxy's calling the game because is going to host a quarterfinal in the NIT Against Washington State, Cougs versus Cougs for a spot in New York City and a trip to Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Wednesday night. Plus, BYU guard Trevin Nell joins us for a quarterfinal preview. And strut up for the Peacocks. Are you all in on St. Peter's in the NCAA tournament? St. Mary's,
1: St. Peter's, St. Joseph's, (laughs) all of them. Let's go.
0: Bring on today's BYU Sports Nation headlines.
1: Men's Hoops advances to the Knit quarterfinals with a 90-71 win over Northern Iowa thanks to a career-high 27 points from Gideon George. Trevin made five threes as well. He will join us later. Google's host Washington State Wednesday for a chance to go to MSG in the semifinals. Let's go.
0: Six seed BYU women's basketball upset by the 11 seed Villanova ah! in the first round of the NCAA tournament at the Chrysler Center in Ann Arbor, Michigan. <sighs> yep, that pretty much says it all. Paisley Harding, 21 points, four rebounds, three assists. She was awesome once again in her final game as a Cougar. Shaylee Gonzalez, BYU's All-American, just did not have it. 314, yeah. eight points. She'll have better games, but Man, tough ending to an incredible season.
1: Really tough ending. We'll break it down. Baseball lost Friday and Saturday to Portland, 11-1 and 3-1 to start conference play. One and two. What? What? Yeah. What? What happened? Cougars play at Utah Valley tomorrow.
0: BYU softball did not lose. They sweep two games against Southern Utah over the weekend, both in shutout fashion. Seven nothing in game one. Eight nothing in game two. BYU hit a total of six home runs. Over the two game series. I liked it. Chloe Temple's doing her thing from the circle. Six innings, eight strikeouts. Next up for 19 and six BYU, number 13 Oregon in Provo today. Six Eastern, Four Mountain. You can watch that game live on the BYU TV app. Huge resume yeah. building opportunity for BYU softball. It's a quad one home game it for softball. Is.
1: Yep number 21 gymnastics took fourth out of four in the mrgc championships with a 196 375 in boise that's not a bad score uh, fourth out of four they're all you know top 40 teams eight uh, eight cougars received all conference honors the top 36 teams will reach the ncaa regionals based on a national qualifying score next wednesday march 30th be always in that yes now it's can they advance to you know the final day of that yes and maybe have a shot
0: BYU was essentially the regular season champions of the Mountain Rim Gymnastics so they're going to get conference. an
1: NIT bid automatically if they don't They've get. got that already.
0: They had the resume to yeah. get into the big show for gymnastics. 21 out of 36. Yeah, wild. It's the 196.375 were like, oh, man. I remember when BYU was pining just to get to 196 flat. Like, yeah. they have gone next level. So yeah. they're in.
1: They wanted to win the ship. Did not. That's yeah. OK. They will go to the NCAA
0: And they have a balance beam All-American and Elise Rollins. That hasn't happened in a long time. Heck yeah, bro. BYU track and field conclude the outdoor season opener at the Trojan Invitational. Libby Parkinson through the javelin 50.03 meters. Why am I telling you that number? Because it's number five all time at BYU. Oh. Next up Clyde Littlefield Texas relays in Austin starting Wednesday and the Aztec Invitational on Thursday. Men's tennis
1: beat Portland at home 4-2 Saturday led by singles number one Wally Thane. The women's team lost to the nerds of Harvard 4-2 in Orlando. <laughs> also this just in, uh, Aaron uh, Livingston and Heather Nighting have made the 2022 US Women's Collegiate National Team. All right. They trained uh, and tried out. They made the
0: team, which is super cool. So, congratulations to those two. Well done, ladies. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Oy, a catastrophe after all. Boo. I know. Not the phrase that it happened. I know. BYU the is
1: pretty good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> BYU women's basketball, Ugh, despite Dang being it. in front by 11 in the first quarter, of 13 to two. Great start. Yeah. Just could not hang on, and they lose in their opening round game as the better seed against Villanova. So instead of BYU playing Michigan today in the second round. Yeah, I hate that you're here. I know. We're Maine's here, back in studio. But BYU men's basketball did their part in the NIT. They're one win away from Madison Square Garden and a run to the Final Four of the Knit. Mm -hmm. Jerem, let's double barrel this question. Did what happened this weekend change the way you look at men's and or women's basketball as far as the season rhetoric goes? The
1: women, yes. Because we needed this team to make the Sweet 16 to say, yep, that's the greatest team in BYU history. We can call it the greatest regular season team in BYU history. Sure. But that's not a conversation you have. You just say season now that it's over, right? So that's a bummer. If I mean, even if they win a game and then lose a close one to three-seed Michigan, maybe we're still saying, you know what, this is the best team BYU ever had. I think it was the best team BYU ever had, but we can't actually call them that because they didn't make the Sweet 16 like 2002 and 2014. You're defined by how you play in the postseason as well. That has more weight because it matters more. This team was awesome. Don't get me wrong. I I don't want to in any way uh, dampen kind of what they did. But it is part of the story, unfortunately, that they lost the last two games. Think about it. They went into two weeks ago with two losses. They just lost two in a row, which is tough, in the two biggest games of the season. So that's that's a bummer. Great team. Super enjoyable season. You know, nothing super negative about it other than, Shoot, tough finish. On the men's side, if BYU can go to the Final Four of the NIT, then it's like, okay, that was a nice result, all things considered, with the two injuries to Gavin Baxter and Richard Harward. You would have liked the NCAA tournament. This team was ranked 12th. Obviously, that was an overachievement at the time. But, hey, they did something with the season. So, I'm not there yet with the men's team. If the men's team wins Wednesday and goes to New York, you go, hey, It, it became a memorable season because if you don't make the NCAA tournament, and you go to the NIT, you have to go to New York to even be remembered as, hey, that was a, that was a notable season. There are also other notable seasons. Like when BYU's gone NIT one and done, you go, hey, wait a minute.
0: Texas-Arlington.
1: Or, or in 2019, you go, wait, didn't make any tournament? You <clears throat> chose not to go to the CBI or whatever, CIT? I think one of those BYU can't even go to. It's for smaller schools. That, that's notable in a bad way. But uh, this team has a chance with one more win, two me to go oh, hey, hey, they did something at the end. That's, that's great. It would have been nice to be in the NCAA tournament, for sure. But they made something out of it.
0: I'll say the same thing about BYU women's basketball that I said about the BYU football season. Compare it to mm-hmm. a super nice restaurant, incredible appetizers, the main course steak dinner was delicious, and dessert just stunk. It was not good. And you're really kind of left with a quote-unquote bad taste in your mouth. Because of how yeah. the meal finished, twenty-six and four overall—that's incredible, amazing. But the last two games, you lose. Like that is really, really tough to digest, especially if you're on another that team. food pun, right? Let's go metaphor. I mean, they won the regular season. They beat Gonzaga twice. They had an incredible resume. Yeah. They just—I mean, even one win in the tournament. I watched Michigan yeah. play after. Michigan's really good. Like, BYU and Michigan would have been a really fun matchup. Had BYU lost that, it, it's like, well, okay. They won a game. They didn't get to the Sweet 16. Still a great season. We, we feel a lot better about at least one win. But the fact that they didn't even advance to the second round? Yes. That's just such a sour, sour feeling. Right?
1: Yes, it's very sour because this was a great team. Like, senior heavy, all the parts, played great defense, one of the best offenses in the country, top five. And they were blowing people out throughout the year. It was awesome. Um, and and it, the argument against this team was well, who have they played? Like, from I, I got that sense at least, right? We got that sense. So now that BYU plays Gonzaga and Villanova, like two of the top four toughest games of the year. They lost. So that that's a tough pill to swallow.
0: Well, what stinks is Gonzaga advanced. They won their first yes. game. Yes, and Utah, did. another team that BYU beat Don't, in no. Salt Lake City, Don't also do advanced. Don't do it. They, they both they, lost yesterday. They may but, have won, but did they advance? Okay. So, yeah, great meal, just a crappy dessert. Yes. That's how it feels. And then as far as men's basketball goes, if they get to the NIT in the Final Four in Madison Square Garden, then – we naturally will feel a little bit better about this.
1: You cross this threshold where it's like, oh, okay. okay, because we we think about thirteen and sixteen a little bit. You know what I mean? It, and and you end on a couple of wins. It's been honestly, it's been nice to host. You know what I mean? Like I'd like to think that if BYU went on the road, they'd do this, but the fact that BYU's hosted and uh, you know we had five thousand, I called you guys out. I said that wasn't good enough. Got seven thousand. That's better. I think we need like ten k plus on Wednesday. This is the last game for Alex Barcelo and Tijon Lucas in the Marriott Center.
0: Has BYU been to the NIT championship in either of the recent two NIT trips to Madison Square Garden? No.
1: What? Yeah, one of them they played. Didn't they play for the ship in one of them? Was
0: it the ship thought, or I was thought it thought the final did. four?
1: Or was it the semis? He, and here's where the NIT comes in. Where What's we sorry. go. I don't know. I don't know. I thought, I thought when BYU played, Valpo was for the Valpo, ship. Was that a semi?
0: Valpo beat St. Bonaventure in the championship. And so.
1: then Baylor, was that the semis as well? Or was that? I don't know. I don't <laughs> I know. I think
0: it was the final war. Okay. Crack research team on that. But if BYU you can get what to the What research team?
1: When we're in your, the Big 12, you we'll, have computer, a tw- we'll have a 20-person. Hopefully all the budgets just skyrocket.
0: Here's what I do like about the NIT. <laughs> all of the teams still remaining, the majority of them anyway, yeah. feel like they belonged in the NCAA tournament which tells me they're all kind of edgy. like ah. Including BYU? Texas A&M feels like they had a resume that should have been in.
1: Well, At this at this time, we'd like to read all the numbers. Wake Forest and Xavier. <laughs> please no, Buzz. <laughs> Don't do that. Wake Buzz Forest wouldn't. and Xavier. At a press conference, lay, he like goes off for like five minutes of reading why they should be in the tournament. It's fantastic.
0: These are, uh, for the majority speaking, teams are like, yeah, we had an NCAA tournament resume. We wondered how they would play. They all have kind yeah. of showed up, and they're like, yeah, we want to we want to go and do this. BYU yeah. could match up with Texas A&M or Wake Forest in Madison the, Square Garden. Those,
1: those are great matchups. Those are tough games. Yeah. Yes, no, really for sure. tough games. Like a compelling game, yes. That, that's what you want. Like something interesting, right? And we talked about it before BYU started in the NIT. It was like, how motivated will BYU be? Do they want to play in this tournament? And they totally have. And it's been fun because the second half is where BYU's really turned it on. It's yeah. like, alright, now we go. <laughs> First half, like, I'm not a first-half-share-the-score-with-your-friends guy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Oh!
0: dude, did you see that so-and-so's down? Talk to me with eight minutes left in the game.
1: Ten minutes left, eight minutes in your case. Text me, then I'll I'll jump in. I'm not watching TCU Arizona until there's like eight minutes left last night. Yeah, And then I'm like, wait, call a foul on that last
0: play. Oh, that was a foul. That was a foul. Oh, good, that was a foul. You know, the men's basketball season, we may as well make the meal comparison there, too, Jerem. Okay. Appetizers, super good, but mm-hmm. the steak was undercooked. Yep. It was not good. It was Net- not seasoned properly. Yes, but the dessert
1: is bringing it home, maybe. The, the
0: Spumoni was pretty good. I don't
1: even know what Spumoni is. Is that the, Italian?
0: What is that? Italian ice cream. Nice. Yeah. Spumoni? The, the Spumoni was on point. Yeah. It's not like the best dessert, but it's still a pretty good dessert. Spumoni. Like the, the NIT is... Is not a molded
1: gelato made with layers of different triple flavors,
0: layered chocolate cake, yeah. like delicious. The NIT is like spumoni. Okay, okay. like it's nice, yeah. but it's not the extravagant dessert. But it's still good. I typically am not buying dessert anyway, so I would take spumoni. You know what I'm saying? If Bowie gets to Madison Square Garden, then maybe they get another side of spumoni for free because <laughs> the waiter likes you. Okay.
1: Well, it's New York City. Now you have different <laughs> dessert options, which is cool. Like, yeah, that's a cool experience. That that. Is one game away. Yes. Is one game away. It would be super cool. And given the history in 51 and 66 in that same building, I think that's kind of fun.
0: Let's hear from you, BYU Sports Nation. Did what happened this weekend change the way you look at men's and or women's basketball's respective season? Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. Doug Heath answers on Twitter. It's a sinking feeling for the women. Mm-hmm. They had an incredible year, yep. but it hurts knowing how it ended. I'm really excited for how the men have thrived in the NIT so far. Hashtag BYUSN.
1: Most of life isn't sitting there wishing you had something better. It's dealing with what's in front of you, right? And uh, the BYU men, they knew the week of Santa Clara and Pacific. That cost them the NCAA tournament. But, uh, and they had other opportunities. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. But now they're at least making a run. This is this is fun to continue to watch them. They got a chance in New York City. Let's go. Maybe they'll get some good salsa. I'm like, uh, New York City. <laughs> what was it? Thick and picante. Yes. Thick and chunky. whatever. I don't know. They'll yeah.
0: they'll get the real <laughs> meal treatment in New York City New and York City? a double helping of spumoni. <laughs> I've learned something today. That was great. I
1: didn't think I would. This is awesome.
0: Okay, coming right.
1: up. We play Caption This with Mark Pope from Saturday night. He did not look happy going to break. No. That happened. Angry Mark Pope.
0: And sharpshooter Trevin Nell joins us in studio on yeah. a Monday. Uh, the rim was infinite for him and a few of his teammates on Saturday. And what's the game plan for Wazoo? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
1: BYU's record versus the Pac-12 this year will be challenged today. BYU taking on 13th-ranked Oregon in softball, 6 Eastern Time on the BYU TV app. Now it's gone really stinking well, Spence. What? What is it? 19-4-1 or something? Something like that. BYU right? softball? No.
0: Or just the Pac-12. BYU
1: versus the Pac-12 since August. Oh, head yeah. to head.
0: Yeah, 19-4-1. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. 24-1. Okay.
0: There's another. There was another.
1: There was another, the there was another win. So that, this is a big one for them. It's gone really well for. Oh, maybe it was
0: baseball against Utah, to make it twenty-four. one there we go. Yes, let's go take on the Pac-12. What's going on for softball, too? They're nineteen and six. Fantastic. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. This is your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. I'm Spencer Linton, alongside Jerem Jordan. Oh, we just made another three. (laughs) Trevin Nell. Guys can shoot. Getting buckets. He's here with us in Studio B. What's up, Trevor? Uh, What a fun game on Saturday night to get to the quarterfinals. Congratulations to you and your team.
2: Thank you. It's super exciting. Did you ever go by Trey as a kid because you have TRE in there, (laughs) three-pointers? I did not, but some people try to call me it. Try, meaning you don't like it? I mean, Tray-Vin, Tray-Vin, Trayvin, vin tray Okay. tray tray vin vin It doesn't really work. It doesn't work? <laughs> it doesn't okay. work. <laughs> okay. It was worth a shot.
0: Trayvin is Tray-B-N. We're
1: going to put an artificial accent on the E now.
0: Whether you like it or not, Tray. <laughs> Capitalize the V. Yes. A little accent over yes, the E. Exactly. Let's do it. What has the postseason mentality overall been for this team? Because from an outsider's perspective, a fan typically will say, "Well, they looked a little disengaged in the first half of the first game, but then like something changed at halftime, and from that point, you've been a different team." Is it as simple as that?
2: Um, I think so. You know, that first half against Long Beach State, we were—I felt everybody was a little disappointed. You know, like we all wanted to be in the NCAA tournament. We felt like we had the resume for it, and then that first half was just kind of like, "Okay, we got to get through this part." The second half happened. Coach Pope came and talked to us, and, you know, we started being more engaged. We started trying to pass the ball a little bit more, and that whole dynamic changed. And then we played University of Northern Iowa, and we were excited. Like, from the get-go, we were excited. And we only got 40 minutes until New York, so we're excited.
1: That's pretty exciting.
2: Um, it really
1: is because there's some history there, as we were talking about in the, in the opening segment and whatnot. But um, th- this was – we'll talk about your game in a second, but Gideon George just – Twenty seven points. starts going off. Is there a point where you're like, dude, you're on fire, keep shooting? Like what's the conversation like when that happened?
2: I mean, he wasn't even talking, he was just going like this with his hand. Like he's like <laughs> I was like, all right, G, calm down. We got this, okay. We gotta go back and play defense. <laughs> How many shots did it take for him to do that? I don't know. He had four wide open threes and then yeah. all of a sudden it was like he made the first one, made a couple of next ones, and then he was like, Okay, hey, every single time I touch the ball, I'm shooting it. <laughs> and we were all awesome. excited for him, so
1: it was great. He was so good in that. And I was talking last week, I said, okay. Gideon, Trevin, Spencer. I want one of the three of you guys to emerge right, and be the guy going into next year. Well, multiple of you are doing your thing, right? Which is is exciting, too, because you want depth and you want to figure that out. But uh, Gideon has such a good game. And then, of course, you bang in a, a tie career high five threes as well.
2: You were feeling it. I was feeling great. You know, uh, me and Santi, Brian Santiago, we always go like this to each other. It means the hoop's that big. (laughs)
0: So so when you you
2: make your first one, and the first one for me felt pretty deep. It was just in transition. So when I saw that first one go, I was excited. I was, I mean, there's pictures of me in my face. I was just, like, super into the game. And then, you know, from there, it was... It was great, and my teammates were finding me and you know making plays for each other. What do you think of the uh, graphic headline there? There you Trading. go. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to add a yeah! Y. going to
1: add a Y in there that's not actually there. Now, was Brian at the game Saturday night? He was. That means he PJ'd to Madison Square Garden for the... Uh, Jazz Knicks game, did he not? Yeah,
0: he was courtside with Ryan Smith.
1: Well, and he got a billionaire homie.
0: I texted him last said. night, and I was like, hey, uh, good to see you in MSG. I hope that you were there watching BYU in well about s- nine days. And he's like, oh, it's a pre-NIT scouting trip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. He was there Sunday for Jazz Knicks. You got Danny, you got Ryan, you got Brian.
0: Okay, Trey, your name is full of amazing potential Puns or play on word situations. Right?
1: This is what broadcasters okay. do when the show's not on. We're like, what do we do with the so, names?
0: Traven Nell in the coffin. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, and the Utah accent of that? Yes. Nell it. Nell in the coffin. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. It's nailed, but yes. Okay, some some research. I'm going to bring you in on some history here, Trevin, or Traven. In 2013, when BYU went to the NIT Final Four, they played Baylor, Pierre Jackson, and lost in the Final Four. Yes. Baylor beat Iowa in the championship. So that was a Final Four loss.
1: Did we go to... We went to Smashing Pumpkins after one of these Yes. In 2016... I
0: think it was 2016. It was that night. We, like, raced out to go to that. In 2016, BYU went to the NIT Final Four and lost to Valparaiso, who then lost... I said St. Bonaventure. It was George Washington. Oh, I'm so mad at you. (laughs) Okay? By the way, George Washington, the only non-P6 team in the last 10 years to win the NIT.
1: False George Washington's never lost. Read 1776.
0: (laughs) So, Trevin, you can take this information back to your teammates. They've always been to the Final Four a couple times in the last decade. They haven't gotten to the championship game. Mm. Okay? Motivation. And Spencer Johnson said, hey, we want to hang a banner, baby.
2: Exactly. That's our goal. You know, we want to make history. You know, T. John said at the beginning of the year, this season's going to be a movie. And you know what? We're living it right now.
1: Listen. The,
0: With wh- the closing seat in New York City? is Serendipitous? We <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice.
1: And, Ma- like, Mark and Leanne would show you around the town. Like, would... And Spencer told us he's already discussed that. Trip as a sort of motivating factor, of like, he, hey,
2: let's get there. He has. He said, hey, if we make it there, it's gonna be a fun trip. Like, you guys are gonna remember New York. And for yeah. me, I've never been in New York, so I'm ex- It'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm super pumped. It's a great so city.
0: Most of you, like that, we're gathering. A lot of you, most of you, have not ever been to New York City. Nope. Leon needs to it's call a in her late city. night connections and get you guys into the Jimmy Fallon <laughs> show or something like that. Different
1: but, network, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. He was NBC, and then he switched to yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole, for those who don't know, Leanne Pope, Mark's uh, wife, was David Letterman's executive assistant for a few years. Amazing. Like, go, go listen to their Deep Blue podcast we talk about. it.
0: All right. Trevin Nell is with us on BYU Sports Nation. Sharpshooter for BYU. The hoop is this big right now. What do you know about Washington State? And were you all in on the game yesterday? Like, did you watch Washington State um, – play smu
2: i did and you know they're they're a really good team and they they took it to smu to start the first half and they have these two centers well they're 6 11 that start the game um but then they have these little two guards that they're not super tall but they're super quick and so it kind of for me reminds me a little of a san francisco yes feel. i was just gonna mm. say that
0: they remind me of the dons mm. yep
2: and so we're excited because you know we we were unfortunate to beat them in the uh, wcc tournament and this is kind of like a Revenge game, you know.
1: Is Kyle Smith somewhere else, or is he still there at the coach? I'm trying to remember.
2: Wasn't even paying
1: attention to the Because he was scenario. at San Francisco. There's a, there's a connection
0: there. Yeah, I wasn't even paying attention yeah. to the situation. I'm, yeah. not, I'm Googling that we'll, right now. We'll while break, you ask us we'll next break question. it down more,
1: but uh, yeah, Michael Flowers has 256 three point attempts this year. Yeah. Tyrell Roberts, 225. You have. Yeah, it is Kyle, Kyle Smith. So there's your San Francisco kid. Former San Francisco head he went, There we go. He went to Wazoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah AB is the only uh, player on the team with more than 130 attempts. I think you should suit 73s <laughs> in the next couple of games. Tell, tell me about the motivation here because, uh, and we talked to Spencer about this, it was interesting, like how quickly did you turn the disappointment of not making March Madness to, okay, we're here, let's go. And fortunately, you've been able to have now three home games in the tournament.
2: Yeah. How, how crazy is the fans, though? You know, like, we had, what, 5,000 the other night? Loud, though. And they were loud. It felt like a full gym. Which is super interesting. If you tell me five, I go,
1: what happened? That's it. I they we're loud.
2: We're, some of the guys are talking like, man, nobody likes us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get, like, halfway through the game, and all of a sudden it's like, you can't even hear Coach Pope calling a play call. You can't hear anybody talking on the floor. And so the people that want no. to be there want to be there, and it's True. loud.
1: True. The faithful showed up. Like the, the truly loud. And then there were more Saturday, which is great. Okay. I'm calling for... Hey, you. Right there. You watching, <laughs> listening. 10K on Wednesday. There Let's go. There were
0: 15,000... The last time BYU had a home quarterfinal against Creighton to get to Madison Square Garden. I
1: remember that game. That was a huge 15. game. Okay. It was fun.
0: So it was fun. make it happen. Let's double up. There were 7,000 on Saturday. Let's double this double thing up. Let's go crazy. <laughs> Let's go. Get him to Madison Square Garden. Yes, Seriously. Sir. They want the Spumoni in New York. <laughs> well, and I,
1: I think it's fun too, Trevin, that we know the last home game now for I mean, the seniors. Like, exactly. We thought it was the last home game. Now we know. Mm-hmm. There's sort of an emotional element to that that's pretty cool, too.
2: It's super emotional. You know, the game against Long Beach State, we had Gavin Baxter speak to us before the game, and he's like, hey, I would give anything to be out there. And so, like, that that touched us because, you know, he he was super emotional talking about it. And then the last game, we had Richard Harwood talk. Mm. And he's like, hey, like, you guys got to just take in this moment. You don't ever know when your last game is going to be. And now we know this is our last home game. Like, yeah. everybody knows it. Yeah. And so how cool would it be to fill the gym for, you know, Alex Barcell and, and on Lucas. Let's go. Let's get, get him to New York. Let's get him to New York. Finish this movie.
1: And and as a basketball player, like being able to play in the world's most famous arena would be unbelievable.
2: Unbelievable. Right. It's you know it's a it's a dream for you know growing up and you get to play in a gym like that and so. I'm
1: not as good of a player as you, obviously. But one time I had a dream that I scored like 20 in MSG, and it's like my <laughs> favorite dream of all time. Yeah, written like, down somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's in here. Kimber inherent, lived but. that
0: in the NBA when he went for his career high 24.
1: Yes, as a New York New York uh, kid, pretty
0: yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, with the Kings. Travonell is with us on BYU Sports Nation. And,
1: and uh, did he go off as a Nick? He got a 10-day, didn't he? The Knicks I from Westchester.
0: Yeah, I can't remember what his. He best played
1: as a Nick for a yes. couple games. yeah.
0: Okay, Trevin, what can BYU accomplish this year in order to impact and get things rolling towards next season positively? Like how do those things tie in and intertwine?
2: I mean, we wanna like we wanna hang a banner and I feel like that's gonna be something remarkable. And to be able to, you know, show something to Mary Center that hey, that's that's part of us. That's our legacy right there. And you so you know, you leave your mark on the court and we're we're excited for you know to finish out this season. We got, you know, three more games. That's what we expect. Three sure. more games to go. And once that's, once that's over, or we're jumping right into postseason and, or, I guess, summer workouts, and we're getting ready for the next season. And so it's, it's a full-year thing for us. How do you avoid thinking about next year too much and just living in the moment here? Because, you know, we want to go to New York, you know. Um, we got 40 minutes. That's what Coach Pope even texted us last night, and he said, hey, 40 minutes. That's yeah. all it is, 40 minutes. We got one more home game, 40 minutes, we go to New York. And so it's just a dream of ours, and, you know, we feel like we deserve to – be there. We deserve we deserve to be in the NCA tournament. And so we're kinda we got an edge like everybody says.
0: Forty minutes to New York. Forty minutes to New York. Mark it down. Let's go. We
2: have
1: thirty minutes left on our <laughs> show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's been a good first ten minutes with uh Trev and Nell here. It's been awesome. Okay. We are making sure everybody has signed the flag now. Because yeah. we have guests back in studio. Have you signed our flag, Trevin? I have. Okay. You have signed the flag. We're right here Somewhere. okay it's in there. <laughs> just we're just double there. checking we'll get that later. Because for a long time we were over Zoom And it's like, okay, who signed the flag And who hasn't signed the <laughs> flag Pre-Zoom, post-Zoom but It's Trevin's fun when people flag? are saying,
1: yes, I've done it We're good. That's good
0: You do need some karma though
2: do need some karma. Let's keep it rolling, dude. <laughs> Six three-pointers on Wednesday. <laughs> Let's, Let's go, go baby. Let's go.
0: I'll settle for a win period. <laughs> <laughs> take, take out the Cougs, man.
1: Take out the Cougs. Okay, good luck Wednesday. Appreciate it. Thanks. Okay, coming up, J.J. Watt weighs in on
0: chuck And will the Big 12 help springboard BYU basketball to the Sweet 16? Oh. If 14, in the Sweet 16. Mm. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Marisk. Enabling global trade for a
1: growing world. 40 minutes. BYU has 40 minutes for a chance to go to New York in the semifinals. BYU against Washington State. Battle of Cougs. Semifinal berth. New York City in the net. Wednesday night on BYU Radio pregame at 8 Eastern time. New York City. Yeah. If you're 35 plus, you know that reference. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like if you're under 35, like, okay, okay, uh, our like students what? who run camera here, you have no clue what we're talking about, right, right? The pace is picante. Yeah,
0: it's, it was a salsa <laughs> commercial. Salsa commercial.
1: I believe <laughs> if it came know, out. you know,
0: you know. In yeah. like 1993. Was so, it that long ago? So Holy that that was 28, 29 years ago. Yeah. yeah so you, you guys gotta, weren't alive. Yeah. you got to be sense. at least 35 to know yeah, that. Yeah. you got to be New 35 plus. New York plus. City. New York City. <laughs> yeah. So
1: stupid. Are you, can you imagine the salsa makers in New York City just being ticked? Like, we can't make salsa?
0: Are you serious? We have some of the finest restaurants <laughs> in the entire Are world. Are you
1: freaking serious? Get out of here, Peas
0: Peccanti
1: Le- for the peasants. <laughs> salsa for the peasants. Paige Peccanti. <laughs> if I want legit salsa. I ain't getting that one, I'll tell you that. Nope. And they don't have a deal with BYU, so we're good.
0: (laughs) He's Jeremiah Spencer. Paces is still a thing, by the way, I think. The NIT presented by Pace Picani. That would be the ultimate flex. (laughs) On Wednesday. (laughs) On Wednesday, (laughs) Roxy Bernstein's like
1: Roland Minson presented by Ace Picani Salsa.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Are
1: we back from break? Yeah. To we interact are? Oh. with the
0: show and get content throughout the day, you can follow us on the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Let's whip it. <laughs> Cougar Whip Round presented by Marisk, your integrated container logistics company enabling global trade for a growing world.
1: Let's celebrate. What was the top moment of the women's basketball season?
0: The utter domination of Gonzaga and the Marriott Center in front of a record crowd to ever see a women's basketball game.
1: 100%. That was amazing.
0: Oh, B-roll. Look at that like over 6,000 fans, and it just was a boat race from the beginning.
1: Yes, amazing, amazing day. The Black Unions look amazing. Great crowd, great performance. I wish this wasn't the number one. I wish we were talking about, that we weren't talking about this. Yeah. And that the season wasn't over. But uh, yeah, an amazing, amazing group, an amazing coaching staff, an amazing season.
0: I just wanted, see, I just wanted that dessert. It was not good. Yeah. Four what is you say? Spumoni. Spumoni? Spumoni. Spumoni. New York Italian restaurants are famous for it. Four of the 16 teams left in the NCAA men's basketball tournament will be fellow Big 12 conference members along with BYU in 2023. Mm-hmm. And the new conference is 11-3 overall in the tournament. Amazing. So, wow. Jeremy when will BYU make the Sweet 16 as a Big 12 member? 2034. Is my I don't know. BYU's
1: made it in '81 and 2011, and it took a national player of the year. So when BYU has another national player of the year, then that's the formula. Three years
0: have passed, so 2041. That's the formula.
1: (laughs) I don't know. uh, You know, hopefully it's sooner than that.
0: The recruiting, the expectations, like all of that shifts when you go. Power six conference for sure in basketball. So just how.
1: What would the expectation shifts know, maybe be? Maybe. F- It'll be make the tourney.
0: Yeah. Right? Y- give them like five to seven years to get to the Sweet 16. Ain't nobody. Ain't, Cougar board ain't giving five to seven years. Anymore. I know they want it in year one, which is not going to happen. I wanted
1: it this year. St. Peter's is still alive and advancing to the Sweet 16. Shout out to my three-year-old Tate who has St. Peter's in the championship game. He also had three one seeds going down in the first round. Who's your favorite 15 seed to make the Sweet 16?
0: Uh, it was between, so there have been three, Florida Gulf Coast, Oral Roberts, and now St. Peter's. It yep. was between Florida Gulf Coast because they were the alley-oop team. I mean, they just dunked all Dunk over the City. place. Dunk City, yes. Mm-hmm. But it's St. Peter's. The the story of St. Peter's and Run Baby Run Arena. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> In Jersey. And their point guard, or the point guard for Seton Hall, the last team from Jersey to get to a Sweet 16, is now their head coach. Oh, that's cool. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me?
1: It's Florida Gulf Coast for me. The dunks, the threes, it was, they beat
0: Georgetown as
1: well. like, that was pretty cool. Kentucky. Yeah. It's it's Florida Gulf Coast. Coast. Rough arena, 24,000. This is
0: Run Baby Run Arena, which seats like 400. (laughs) All right. We saw angry Mark Pope on Saturday night, Jerem. Staring down some officials, Mm -hmm. going into the locker room at halftime. Yep. So caption this photo from Mark Pope.
1: Spencer, are we doing this interview now or what? Oh, wait, it's not on BYU TV? My caption is, run,
0: baby, run. <laughs> if you're an official. To the refs, get in oh, the locker room no. there. I, I avoid Mark Pope at all costs right there.
1: <laughs> Sheesh. Okay. Todd Golden leaves San Francisco to take the head job at Florida. We called this last week. Not Florida, but that he would bounce soon. Will his loss at San Francisco be felt next year in BYU's final
0: year in the league? Absolutely. You know, as much as people, BYU fans specifically, didn't like Todd Golden and Jamari Bouye's remarks and the dunk at the end of the game, whatever. Win the game. He's a good basketball coach. And I like him a lot. You, you yeah. cannot just replace him. What, Florida. He's at Florida now, which has a very rich history in basketball success, including back-to-back national championships a little over a decade
1: ago. He was an assistant for three years at Auburn with Bruce Pearl. He's been in the SEC before. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, they'll or, feel it. Like. St. Mary's guard, by the way. Todd Gold.
0: Okay. Yeah. They've already found his replacement, which I think is one of his assistants that remains. So.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Cool. San Francisco uh, men's basketball breaking news here. <laughs> no, no one knew or cared.
0: <laughs> All right. Some football, Jaron Malik Moore yeah. responded to this tweet from BYU Baseball with the following. Yeah, this is fun. Black uniforms get sent out. They're awesome. He says, I challenge the whole team to a home run derby. Uh, what? Malik. Yeah. Did you excel in baseball in high school? I'm assuming he did. I I I want to see you have a home run derby with Cole Gamble. (laughs) Colin Reuter. Whole team. What about just
1: uh, Andrew Pintar? If that
0: happened, Jerem, would Malik have more home runs in the derby or interceptions in the upcoming football season? Interceptions? Unless Malik's a baller and we didn't know it on the diamond. He had two interceptions last year. Should have had three.
1: Washington State. Buddy did get a uh, deal with Wingstop out of it.
0: Is he? Get, let's say he has. Did you get a cut of that since you were asking the question? No. Have you
1: talked to Malik about not. this? I need to
0: work on my. I purchased end-house. Wingstop to today. Agent.
1: I would like something here, if he's, possible.
0: He's not going to hit more than three home runs. Like as much as I think Malik is a fantastic athlete, like
1: Malik, you're going to hit. Let's see it.
0: He's going to have three picks though. So I'm going interceptions.
1: JJ Watt uh, tweeted the following over the weekend, which is one of the greatest tweets in the history of Twitter. I grew up on Old Country Buffet, Golden Crow, etc. Trying to gain weight for sports but haven't been to a buffet in years. Kalia is from Utah. That's what? And has been raving about Chuckarama ever since I met her. <laughs> Today I'm reminded of the greatness that is the buffet right, restaurant. The choice is yours at chuckarama They have a radio deal, I think, with BYU uh, Sports. Okay, are you as high on Chuckarama as JJ Watt?
0: It is what it is. Like, y- yeah, it's okay. I, I'm not, I-, I don't... As, as high as him? <laughs> no. You know, he loves it. It's awesome. It's, it's okay. Can i just imagine J.J. Watt, like you walk into Chukarama for lunch, and you're like, oh, hey, there's J.J. Watt. <laughs> At Chukarama, dude. <laughs> Which Chukarama is what I want to know. Which one? I'm guessing
1: she went to Alta, right? So maybe one Someone near Sandy or something.
0: Chukarama? Yeah.
1: Okay, growing up, I went to Chukarama all the time. I went to a relative of mine doesn't enjoy it as much as I did. Well, i haven't been in a minute yeah but i would welcome a visit to this in fact i had a conversation with the said relative that said yes i wouldn't i wouldn't mind going there let's do it so i'm going to be in one soon Ooh. like jj watt
0: hometown Enjoying... buffet was my jam like
1: well it was both one time my parents went out of town on thanksgiving and hung out with my grandparents we went to Rama or hometown buffet for thanksgiving dinner that happened was it the delicious thanksgiving dinner it was memorable. <laughs> Coming up, who gets today's rise and shout up?
0: JJ, let's, let's go to Chuckerama, bro. The choice is yours. What are the Cougars' chances of winning it all in the NIT? Ooh, plus I got my bracket, dude. Magical New York City ending for that movie that T. John Lucas was talking about? Serendipity. This is BYU Sports Nation. The choice is
1: yours in New York. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Baseball begins a three-game series with Gonzaga Thursday in Miller Park. Watch it at 8 Eastern Thursday night on the BYU TV app. But first, UVU tomorrow. So, important week. BYU and Gonzaga. Got to get them back for uh, hoops. Yes.
0: Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation live from Studio B. Just heard from a friend and someone inside the ticket office that tickets are flying nice. right now for the quarterfinal game between BYU and Washington State, Wednesday, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain. The yes. game will be live on ESPN2. You can listen to Greg Rebell and Mark Durant on BYU Radio.
1: That's great news. I love it. Tickets are flying. It's got to be 10K+. plus. Come go. on. Let's Last go. game to watch, Alex Barcello.
0: Yes. Lucas. The Let's real go. senior sendoff. Get him to yes. New
1: York. AB is one of the greatest guards we've ever played here. Get him to New York. Tijon's been an awesome addition to this team this year. Let's go.
0: Jeremy. I just went through the history with uh, Trey Van Nell mm-hmm. and you on this program about BYU's NIT experience in New York the last two times they've been there in 2013 and 2016. Yep. BYU's gotten to the Final Four. They haven't won a semifinal. Okay, they lost to Baylor. Since 66. They lost to Valpo. Yep. So... Let's push it forward. What are BYU's chances not just to get back to New York and the Final Four, but to advance in the tournament to a championship game and just maybe win it all?
1: They're pretty good. Let's talk about Washington State for a sec. So this is a team that was net 61, did not win a quad one game all year, had three quad three loss, had one quad four. Okay, uh, They shoot the three a ton. They, they're pretty big, as Trevin told us. Uh, they have uh, a dude, Michael Flowers. He's one of 19 players in the NCAA who have made 100 threes. ABA has okay. not made 100 threes this year, just for context here. Um, 23rd in offensive rebounding. So the comp that Trevin mentioned was San Francisco. Now, that's a that was a bad matchup for BYU in two of the three, right? So they certainly have to bring it. Lots
0: of size, really athletic guards.
1: Yes. So let's go. Alex Barcelo, Tijan Lucas really need to bring it right. Caleb Bloner and uh, Foos. Of course, so that's Washington State. I like BYU at home, in a close one. And then after that, it's Texas AM and or Wake Forest. Now, these are two teams that probably could have been in the NCAA tournament, right? Uh, Ken Palm, 32 for Wake Forest, second-highest-ranked Ken Palm team who didn't make the tourney. Um, and according to Cougar stats, of the eight teams remaining in the NIT, only Wake Forest is ranked higher than BYU in Ken Palm. Okay. So that, that could be a tough but matchup. Is BYU
0: now 43 or something like that in Ken Palm?
1: I don't know. Texas a and uh, 25 wins, net 43, four quad one wins, two quad three losses. So, still a talented team. Th- that would be a tough game, right? a and
0: playing the best basketball that they've played all year. They had a crazy run through mm-hmm. the SEC tournament. They won some but big But they lost, games. as you mentioned,
1: like eight games in a row at one point But in the middle of the season,
0: they had just kind of like a what? Lo- they lost nine of ten in the middle of the season.
1: Yeah, like as bad as it was for BYU, BYU lost four in a row. 9 of two It wasn't that bad.
0: Granted, they're playing in the SEC. BYU's 43 in Ken Palm. Okay, so 43. BYU 43 in Ken Palm. Wake Forest 32. Whoever BYU matches up with in the Final Four, assuming BYU can get past Washington State, is going to be one of the tougher games that they have played all year.
1: Yes, BYU will be a dog in that game, uh, whether it's Texas A&M and Wake Forest, if BYU beats Washington State. Washington State's playing good ball. They just won at SMU. Like, that's a nice win.
0: Well, and A&M's got this huge... Chip on the shoulder because of their coach Buzz Williams. He went yeah. into a seven minute rant about yeah. how the tournament selection committee is corrupt and they just don't get it right and it's not so maybe A. Is and corrupt is, like, is just yeah. You, you, welcome to the welcome you, to You're uh, in the SEC. We landed on the moon in nineteen sixty nine, Buzz. Come on. You're in the SEC and it, okay, cool. We
1: we've got to be careful in two years. If I say something like that's like Big Twelve <laughs> wannabe says the SEC is what I, right now it's like no one's paying attention but yeah we got to be careful chances
0: right. to win the I like BYU's chances to get to the Final Four for sure especially yeah. the tickets are flying yeah. off at uh, home yes the proverbial shelves of the Marriott Center ticket office
1: yes what is this I, I would love for them to be physically stacked there like th- just being can you still get physical
0: tickets yes at yep. the Marriott Center
1: yeah. Oh. I think so. No? I don't know.
0: Has it gone, has it in, gone all day? In digital? a pandemic, maybe not.
1: All right. Good question. I, yes, at home, BYU should win this game. And what what did we discuss last week was the number one factor in success in the NIT. Motivation. Do you want to play here? Do you want to win? They're all in now. Both teams are. They're all in. Both teams 100% Yep. Because it'd be super cool to play in Madison Square Garden in any way, shape, or form. By the way, two years ago, or last year... We talked to Rick Bettino in the practice prior to the season, and he mentioned they were trying to get a game. He coaches at Iona against BYU in MSG. We still have not seen this game. So I'm hoping that BYU plays in MSG regardless soon okay. with the Mark Pope-Rick Bettino connection in Madison Square Garden. It's the world's most famous arena. It'd be super cool for BYU to be able to be there. And we like history here. The 51 and 66 teams that won, it'd just be cool to be in the same gym as the history there. Absolutely. With Roland Minson, Mel Hutchins, and Dick DeMalcoli, like we talked about.
0: So who's going to get to the final four besides BYU? Because we're all in on the Cougars. They've already oh, made
1: plans. Yeah. So, Is it going
0: to be Wake or a and
1: I don't know. I have Wake Forest going through. Okay. Now, I did fill out a uh, bracket here, an NIT bracket. Okay. Like, I'm the only one
0: in the world. Who else is in your final four from the other brackets All on the opposite side? All four of side? my
1: final four are still in. I have okay. Brigham. I have Wake Forest. I had the Bonnies and Virginia in the quarters, by the way, a five and six. Okay. Crazy, right? Okay. I have the Bonnies going through. And I have Xavier.
0: Ooh. Okay. So Xavier doesn't have a head coach either. <laughs>
1: Mild issue, but <laughs> they are making it work right now, right? So
0: does the X get to well, New
1: York City? And did Florida? Did Florida either
0: at the time? Maybe they did.
1: Man. They do now. Todd Golden. Pay
0: raise. Get to New York City. You like Wake Forest to upset Texas A&M on the road. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Well,
1: I had Wake over Oregon. Over That's my okay. original pick. Okay. Yeah. Well,
0: they got to beat Texas A&M. They
1: got to go through the fighting lists on of the road. Texas A&M. On the road. Coming up, today's Rise and Shoutout.
0: And I am contractually obligated to promote that we will recap our double down picks next.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, <sighs> I have no idea how we did. I have no clue. I didn't look. Well, I'm, ex- don't, I'm, I'm excited. Don't hold your breath. This is oh. BYU Sports Nation. I haven't. Watching yours all
0: This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU athletics. BYU Sports Nation, always available on demand via the BYU TV and BYU radio apps. Or download
1: the podcast. You can Google BYU Sports Nation podcast, subscribe, rate, and review. Hey, a lot of excited fans in these pictures. I, I like this. This has been fun.
0: 7,000 plus announced last Saturday night. Tickets going quickly. If you would let's like go. to watch the let's last go. basketball game in the Marriott Center for Alex Barcello, T. John Lucas, let's go. You got to get tickets for Wednesday night, 9 Eastern, 7 Hopefully Northern.
1: it's the last NIT home game for a long time.
0: Right? You know what I mean? Make the most of it, let's but yeah. To NCAA tournament, let's go. Let's recap our double-down picks for the second-round NIT game and BYU women's basketball in their first-round NCAA tournament game. Mm-hmm. Number one, Jeremy, I said, Maddie Segrist, the nation's second-leading scorer yep. for Villanova, will not be the game's leading scorer. <laughs> eh, she had 25 points. Well, she wasn't under her average of 25-9.
1: That's, that's a good, true. She that's was a good .9 uh, under.
0: She had six points at halftime. And I thought BYU was doing a nice job of really containing her. Yeah. She had 25, and they still only beat BYU by four. Like BYU just needed more from their All-American, Shaley Gonzalez. Yes. Number two, Northern Iowa will make eight or fewer three-pointers. Uh, they made 11. So Northern Iowa shot it really well, and BYU still blew them out of the water by 19.
1: Yes. Yes. I was
0: over two. Yay!
1: Yay. Okay, I said BYU goes for 71 plus. Nope. It was. Wait, what? Uh that'd be incorrect. Uh BYU scored 57.
0: <laughs>
1: against Villanova. Yep, okay. there we go. Okay. And Shaley Gonzalez and Alex Barcella will combine for 60 plus parps. Points, assists, rebounds, blocks, steals. They average 56 and a half. Nope. They combined <laughs> for 50 parps. Shayley needed uh, a bigger game there. And Alex's been pretty quiet in this tournament in the uh, NIT in the net here. But all good.
0: Well, you're still the champ. We'll make some more picks for our quarterfinal game on Wednesday.
1: Yeah. Keep going.
0: Plus 20. (laughs) Can I make it 23? I haven't been relegated because I got one out of two after the first round NIT game. Yeah.
1: You've you've done well if the goal was 25.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Shut it. (laughs) Our question of the day. Did what happened this weekend change the way you look at men's or women's basketball and their respective seasons? Our Elite Voice of the Day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort from Matt Cougar Stats on Twitter. No, I'm not tossed to and fro by every wind of individual game <laughs> outcome.
1: Nice reference to the Apostle Paul there. Very nice.
0: Yeah, perspective, right? Seeing the big picture. Yeah, sometimes that's fun. But we're always told to live in the moment. So I'm always kind of you like, How do you
1: balance that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like,
0: be where you are. Be where your Smell feet are. Smell the roses. Be where your feet are. But have a food storage. So except in sports after a loss. Then, then don't be in the moment. Then just like take a well, wide angle lens. Do whatever you need to do <laughs> to deal with
1: it in a positive way. There you just go. Be
0: where you are. Yeah. Today's rise and shout-out presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics.
1: Women's Supes, Uh, what a season. We've talked about it. 26-4, uh, amazing season. Unfortunately, went down to Villanova. Would have loved a little run here in the NCAA tournament, but it didn't stifle the uh, awesome team and personalities and uh, you know the Gonzaga game and blowing people out by 30. Bu- this was a really fun year.
0: Well, and let's not forget that this women's basketball team has had multiple NCAA tournament wins over the last five years. They've been the lower-seeded team. They've been the villain over that's yeah. upsetting the BYU. Yep. Right? Yep. Ah, Great season. Tough finish. Love that team. Our thanks to today's guest, Trevin Nell. Sorry to Dennis. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout-out to Zojon Harry. We'll see you tomorrow for BYU Sports Nation. Go Cougs!